Welcome to Stack of Stats. I am Pamela Maldonado, joined by my golf partner in crime, Anthony Charter, who is a DFS analyst for tourjunkies.com. And we are here to preview all the analytics behind the golf bets. This week, specifically, the men's golf championship at the Tokyo Olympics. Charter, which country are you rooting for, my man? Go, Canada, go. <laughs> I was like, are you changing your mind? Like, did you change your citizenship or something? That was like a long pause into your excitement. (laughs) I was building up the suspense. I would love to say that I am rooting for Team America. However, there's a couple of players that I am eyeing that aren't American. And I'll explain here in a bit. Looking at the course, it is Casa. Here's an opportunity for me. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) I was excited about this. Kasumagaseki Country Club. Eh, close enough. Uh, Japanese like like to pronounce their e's, so it's a Kasumi Kaseki or Kasiki. Kasumi, Kasumi, yeah. Kasumi. Kasumi. You know, what? we could spend an entire hour trying to like figure it out, so we'll just move on instead. <laughs> but it is playing. You know, I, at one point I was going to introduce a segment where I try to pick the most like weirdest name in every the field and names. make sure you don't know about it beforehand, and then. <laughs> Get you to uh, say it. Okay. We, we still might names. do that. Usually it comes up anyway. Ten um, out of ten uh, names, yeah. I would butcher. Always a good time. <laughs> Twenty sixteen. It was the first year that golf, men's golf, was an Olympic event since in one hundred and twelve years. So that's yeah. kind of a big deal. Justin Rose won the two thousand and sixteen event, shooting sixteen under. This course, this uh, tournament, it is going to be a seventy two hole stroke play, which means there will be no cut. All no guys cut. have a fair chance at four full rounds. There's no yeah. cut. If somebody has a tough players. round one or two, yeah, if they have a tough round one or two, they can tr- potentially bounce back three or four and vice versa. Looking at yeah. the field, the open champ, Colin Morikawa, he is the betting odds favorite at plus 750. Kind of no surprise coming into this as good a form as anybody. Followed by Xander Shoffley, who is still searching for his first title since January of 2019. And then you have players champ, Justin Thomas, and then Masters winner and Japan native Hideki Matsuyama, who won at this course in 2010, did you happen to know? On the and 2009. Tour, and 2009 on the amateur tour to earn his first master's invite. So if there's anybody, one player who has an experience at this exact horse, it is Hideki. And then you have Rolls Fargo champ, Rory McIlroy, rounding out the top five. You already did mention that you are Canadian. We all know this. <laughs> and you are rooting for your fellow countrymen. The U.S., they have four players in the 60-player field. You have Thomas, Morikawa, Schaff. Uh, Shoffley. And then Patrick Reed is the fourth guy who was added last minute after Bryson DeChambeau tested positive for COVID. Reed, he is the only player to play both in 2016 Olympics and now the 2021 games. You already explained a couple, you already explained on the last pod, uh, golf, the last PGA pod that we previewed. But the bigger story of this entire Olympics is Sung Im and Siwoo Kim, who are both representing South Korea. Can you explain what's on the line for these two players? Yes, but there have been some recent developments that kind of make this a little bit more of a mute, but we'll get into it. So basically, the South Korean government forces Mm -hmm. all men to undergo two years of mandatory military service before the age of 28. 
Now they're, you know, BTS and some of the Korean pop guys have been able to avoid that. They've pushed it to like, I think 40. And then some of the hardcore gamers have had some, some weird exemptions or whatever. And obviously the South Korean military has their own gaming professional gaming team too. So these guys can continue, but that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. Apparently winning a golf major, like the masters um, or, you know, any of the four golf majors isn't good enough. It has to be an Olympic medal. (laughs) Wow. That's fine. So Siwoo's no pressure at all. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Siwoo's 27. So this is his last Olympics. Sungjae's only 23. So he'll have a- another shot anyway. One more shot. But it has recently been discovered that because Siwoo has his green card, and I assume uh, Sungjae won't be that far away from having his, that they may be getting um, an exemption until the age of 35. Interesting. But that's not confirmed. Um, that's just potentially. Uh, yeah, well, potentially, potentially it is confirmed. This was from Siwoo's caddy said to a, another caddy. Um, but yeah, there hasn't been any official details released. But I mean, still, like these guys definitely want to compete. They they literally skipped right. the Open Championship and, and the last event on the PGA Tour to, to get here and focus and, you know, get their isolation done and all their testing so they... They can just well, sit on the golf course and, and prepare. Then there's two ways you can kind of go about betting either Siwoo Kim and or Sung Jae In. One is to not play them at all um, because I personally, spoiler alert, neither player made it to your card or mine. But if you were dead set on playing either player, you can only go about this of one way, and that is to place, avoid the top 20s, the top 10s, and it's to win a medal because they're not trying to win first. You just have to get a medal, whether it be the bronze or the silver. So those would be your betting options if you were trying to long shot it because come round four, maybe they're not going to be trying to birdie everything and to come out with a win. Instead, they're going to kind of play it more safe to make sure that they get the medal. I think the top five bet is very... Um... It probably has very good value for for both guys. I mean, the, the price is decent for both. Um, well, I didn't that's even definitely see top what they're going to be going for. I saw a top twenty, top ten, and then to medal. I didn't see any top fives. Oh, you guys! You guys I mean, my my book didn't really change the outcome for their bets for mm-hmm. the Olympics. It, it's still like top finishes, top five, top ten, top twenty. Oh, like they they basically just kept the card the exact same as they always release. Um, and didn't get into anything specific, but um, Sungjae for a top five is plus four seventy five, and mm-hmm. Siwoo is plus nine hundred. Right. So well, I mean, pretty and decent value for both those. And slightly better odds for them to medal, which means win first, second, or third. Um, yeah. Essentially, you're betting a horse race. And, and this this is a decent yeah. week for those kind of bets too, because there are no ties. I mean, outside of fourth or, or whatever. Um, but like if, if you have a tie for first, a tie for second or a tie for third going in after the round is over, you immediately go into sudden death for every position. Um, so there won't be any dead heat rules or, or anything like that for, for the top three specifically. It's, you know, the, the top three will be one, two and three. We'll get a medal. That moves us over to the course. Again, it is Kasumi Gaseki <laughs> Country Club. It is a par 71, over 7,500 yards. I should get a gold medal just for 
saying that word. <laughs> Let's move on. It is a Tom and Logan Fazio design. There are lots of water, lots of bunkers. It is tree-lined fairways, and it's undulated fairways. Precision iron shots, I think, are going to be key. But what is there anything else that you can tell us about this course? Well, I mean, <clears throat> Tom and Logan just redesigned the course. This course is almost 100 years old. It was um, originally designed or created in 1929. So it's been around forever. And and Tom and Logan kept most of the classic um, parts of the golf course. Like, course is long, it's tree-lined and everything. All they did was kind of add some distance, add a bunch of undulation to the fairways into the greens to kind of modernize it for, you know, like modern ch uh, championship golf. Um, they, the, the greens actually were two tier greens. So they, they had two greens or two pins um, placements on every green, which, you know, they used half of the green in the winter and then the other half of the green in the summer. Tom and, and Logan just did away with that and kind of reshaped all of those greens. So these greens are actually massive. They're, they're like 2000 square feet bigger uh, on average than like what you would see on the PGA tour. So massive, massive greens. I think around the green is going to be pretty much irrelevant because even green regulation is going to be almost irrelevant because these things are just absolutely massive. Uh, they are pure, pure bent grass too, which is nice. And the fairways and tee boxes and all the rough is, is zoysia. But they also did a lot with the bunkers too. They added a bunch of bunkers, made them a lot deeper, a little more challenging. So uh, those will definitely come into play. But there's not really any water. 18 is really the only hole. It's kind of like 18 at Bay Hill. Um, it's the only hole with like water really in play. There are two other water hazards, but they're literally like 10 feet off the tee on the, on the left side of the rough. So that, that really shouldn't come into play for, for any of the guys. So since we don't have course history, I'm kind of sticking to the general of who's coming into this with some good form. I want to look at the players who have a really good iron approach and I want to have players who have the potential to make birdie. So I did look at birdie or better percentage and bogey yeah. avoidance. So that brings us to, you only have a less than, there's only 60 players in the field. So it's not like we're coming out with a laundry list of players here where we have six players total, three between the both of us, three each from both of us. One of your players is Joaquin Neiman, Chile, representing Chile. He is his top 20 odds are minus 175, top 10 plus 160. And for him to win a gold medal, it is plus 2200. He is one of the better players when it comes to the iron shots, but he's kind of all over the place. You and I did love betting him a couple few months ago when he was racking up, you know, back to back runner finishes. And he did have a second place finish again at the Rocky Mortgage Classic just earlier this month. But outside of that, he's not doing anything spectacular. He has 30th, 50th. He missed the cut 31st, 36th. And then he took 59th at the open. Is there anything I'm not convinced by him? He was initially on my list. I scratched him off. I don't really feel confident here. What do you like about him for this week? I mean, mainly it's because... I mean, he's an amazing player in a field that probably only 15 to 20 guys have a legit, legit chance of even placing. So the top 20 really should be probably the, the top 20 in the field because there's a very steep drop off in talent after that. But I mean, and even his top 10 in opportunities gained, top 10 in birdies, driving distance, putting and, and draft king scoring also. So like he really knows how to pile up the score. But the Olympics, and, and same for Mito, who we'll talk about later, Chile's a very small country, and, and they don't have many Olympians. So Joaquin is on record saying how much 
this event means to him almost more than a major means to him. Um, you know, they, they don't medal very often. So like him going for a medal here is, you know, is, is worth more to him than apparently winning the, the masters of the U S open or something. So a lot of extra motivation for the Chileans. And that's pretty much why I've been on both of them for you know a little while now. And if I am looking at approach birdie or better and bogey avoidance, he is top 50 or better in top 40 or better in all three categories. He's only one of the few players who is top 40 or better in all three categories from the entire 60 field list. So I don't dislike this play at all. I'm just keeping my place very small. Yes, he he's still very young, but I'm still just yeah. keeping my list to a bare minimum. This is not something that I want to go broke on and I just want to have fun, enjoy it. And let's be honest, are any of us actually going to watch 100%. golf? It is overnight. It's one, two, three, four in the morning. I will 100% wake up early to watch the Australian Open, but I will not stay up late <laughs> to watch the Olympics. They actually tee off 5.30 p.m. your time. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe that might be different. <laughs> That's good to J- know. Japan is like 15 hours, or 14 hours ahead of you. Yeah, so, tennis yeah, starts like real the, late. Tennis starts at 9 p.m. And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. By 11 o'clock, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, they, they tee off at 5.30 Central and are off the course by 3.30 a.m. Central. So uh, it's actually perfect for me. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, different, uh, different time zones for sure. Are you sure about that? Because 5 p.m. my time would be 7 p.m. their time. Yeah, the first time is 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. They're teeing off at 6.30 o'clock at night. Is there no, is it, do they have 100% daylight or something? <laughs> no, no, it's here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. I, I know you're saying they 5.30 are teeing, my time. They are teeing off at, they are teeing off at 5.30 a.m. Um japan time got it so or 7 30 a.m okay that makes sense 5 30 our time yeah. is okay yes <laughs> so evening golf basically evening if you're golf, in if correct. you're in north america lots of evening golf if you're in like the west coast it's going to be prime because you're, you're going to be watching golf from like 2 30 or 3 30 in the afternoon until midnight it's going to be great mm. Yeah, well, that is Joaquin Neiman. Another player that you do like is fellow Canadian Corey Connors. Top 20, he is minus 190. Top 10, plus 140. And to win, plus 2200. Corey Connors, he had fantastic ball striking there for a really long stretch. However, in his last two tournaments, not named the Open, in his previous two before that, he took 53rd at the Memorial and he missed the cut at the U.S. Open. He lost strokes on his approach, losing four strokes on his iron shots and one event and minus and he lost a stroke on another event he was doing really well there with his uh short game and then kind of just all fell apart once again so he did bounce back he took 15th at the open what do you like about him for this week for this course i mean there there was no doubt that Corey connors was gonna be on this same with with the next pick i mean it's just i'm canadian they're canadian they're extremely motivated to get this done and i mean you can't be the best ball striker in the world every single week you're you're gonna progress a lot he's just he has one of the best swings in golf period and it's always going to be there um, you know, sometimes the, the, the lack of putting talent kind of, you know, probably gets frustrating and it affects other parts of your game, but even the putting is starting to come along the, the around the green game is fine, which I don't think is going to be very useful here, but his scrambling is actually pretty decent. 
if if he has a decent week on the putting green and just doesn't lose any strokes, he's he's got to be a lock for like a top 10 minimum. Mickey is to stay neutral and he has not stayed neutral. He has lost strokes putting in five of his last six events. So that is kind of asking a lot. So we'll see if he can get it done. Another player that you have on your list is Mackenzie Hughes, another fellow countryman, another Canadian, which outside of him being Canadian, I'm not sure why he's on your list. I see a whole bunch of red. He did, however, in his last start at the Open, he took sixth place, and we have no data for that, so I'm not sure where he gained his strokes from. I'm assuming it was from his putting, because that's typically the best part of his game. So what has you, other than him being Canadian, what has you uh, eyeing him for this week? Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously another Canadian, but like he's literally shown up in, in the last two majors. So, I mean, he he was in the second to last group at the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. kind of fell off at the end, and then a top six at uh, the Open. I mean, like he he just shows up when it when it can, especially on bent grass. Bent grass is his best surface by far. You know, he's 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 a world class short game player top 20 in putting scrambling and he plays long par fours and long par threes really good too, which is going to come in handy because this is a really weird course actually like the three of the par threes are over 200. They have a drivable par four, another batch of par fours under 400 yards. Then the rest of the par fours are over 500 yards. Mm-hmm. And then same, like the par fives are, are extremely long. Three of them are over 600 one of them is like 640 yards. So it's going to be a challenge. And and especially like with the guys that kind of lack a little bit of talent or maybe distance off the tee, these fairways are extremely wide. Um, right. You know, they, they were wide before, you know, just the undulation didn't really change anything the width, but the rough is also just coming from the caddies on the ground. The rough is basically nothing. Um, and the fairways are so wide that, uh, you know, basically 10 acres, I think over what, the the tour average would be so which is why i want to look at players who have good ball striking and that's not necessarily him you kind of rely well, on I mean, the short game to show up ball striking or guys are more accurate if the guys that lose a little bit of accuracy with like with narrow pga tour fairways they can excel here because if their shot goes a little bit off you know they still have a gigantic green and lots of room on the fairway and, and one thing too because this course has been getting, it, it had the wettest they've ever had over 2020, and it's really kept going. And they're expecting a typhoon to roll in over the next couple of days too. So the course is super, super soft, right. which might lead to them playing lift clean in place. Which basically, if, if you're not familiar, as long as you're in the fairway, when you get mm-hmm. to your ball, you can mark lift it, it, clean the ball, lift it, yeah. clean it up drop it back down within a club length and hit your shot. If you're in the rough, you're shit out of luck. And that so, should definitely be the wide. case because for tennis, they did have a rain delay. And so yeah. it rained just yesterday. So I think yeah. rain is definitely still If, if you look at the forecast, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, look look pretty Nothing wet now. Rain. Yep. I'm not sure there's going to be delays. I mean, it's not no point in even yeah. looking at that right now, but. Those are the three guys that you are targeting for the Tokyo Olympics for the men's golf. It is Joaquin Neiman, Chilean Joaquin Neiman, and then two Canadians in Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes. One player moving over to the players that I'm looking at, I'm looking at three players, none of which are in the U.S., and I'm looking to Mito Pereira, who is 
the other Chilean, aside of Joaquin Neiman, there's only two in the field and it is both of them. Maybe you and I will knock one of them and, and do well. But Mito, he has been. He was on the pod last week. He did super well. He took sixth place at the 3M Open. He made his official PGA Tour debut with the Rocky Mortgage Classic where he missed the cut, but then he followed that up with the 34th place finish of fifth and a sixth, and he is fantastic ball striking. He is gaining strokes off the tee, Mm -hmm. gaining strokes with his irons. He is pretty neutral around the green, and in his last tournament at the 3M Open, gained nearly four strokes putting. So this guy is collectively coming in with probably the best form, but it is an extremely small sample size and how small yeah. it's only four collective rounds he is first in birdier birdier better in this time period so i really like mito Pereira to do well here top 20 is plus 140 top 10 is plus 475 and to win i've already bet him as an outright and he is plus 8000 i don't know he took 34th fifth and sixth. what's next <laughs> give me a top three I, I will say, I mean, I love Lena too. He's been on my betting card for the last four weeks in a row. Just missed out with with the thirty fourth, but like the fields he has been playing in have been super, super weak. He hasn't really had um, this much of a challenge. This will definitely be the the toughest strength of field he's played in, and it still only has sixty players and and twenty players who really even have a shot. But he hasn't exactly. really had to. Which is what I was going he to hasn't say. Had to you can't face. talk about the field. You can't talk about the field though when the three M Open is pretty similar. Uh, field size, I would say there was what five top five players, five top 10, top 20 players in the field at 3 a.m. open, and nobody there's no, but there's yeah, yeah but there, 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 you had, you had, I, a, I don't you had, think there was anybody in that field, <laughs> but, but still, I mean, he, he hasn't had to face Justin Thomas or Xander Shoffley or Colin Morikawa yet, like it, it, it'll just be something. I mean, I right. love the kid and. And I, I hope he does really well. I have a little bit of concern over just, you know, because on Sunday he would have had to immediately go into isolation. He would have had to been isolated for three straight days, um, passing three straight COVID tests and then being able to fly over on Tuesday. So it, it, it there, I mean, I mean that's a, a majority really of players. That's a majority no, of players. Only, You're talking about like five Patrick of Reed. You're talking about anybody who came from the uh, open, I mean, went back Reed home, and now they're coming uh, to Tokyo. I mean, well, it's not just him. Well, most of the guys Reed. went straight there. Okay. Like Xander, Xander, Colin, uh, Corey Connors, Mac Hughes, they all went straight from the open. So they've been there for about a week. But yeah, Patrick Reed and, and Mito and Sepp Straka, you know, coming from um, Minnesota, like straight into isolation. It, it, it will be a little weird, but... I mean, Mito's a really young guy, and obviously he's really motivated to being being a Chilean or Chilean. We know that uh, having a medal is is very important to them too. So, well, you also know like that plus I like to get plus money value, and a top twenty at plus one forty is an option yeah. if they're on the board. I don't need him to finish top ten. Top twenty is good enough for me. Another player Big that I'm looking at is Jonathan Vegas. He is top 20 plus 100 plus money value, top 10 plus 335 and to win plus 3300. He's another player that's coming into this with some fantastic uh, iron play. His ball striking mm-hmm. has been just top notch. He took second at the 3M Open. He took 11th at the John Deere. He took second at the Palmetto Championship and he took ninth at the AT&T Byron Nelson. Though, of course, that was a team event. He stayed neutral in his last two tournaments on around the green and he has gained strokes putting, which typically is his weak point. He gained three strokes and two strokes putting in his last two events. So I definitely like him to contend at this spot. What do you think about him? 
Yeah, Vegas is playing amazing. I, last week it was kind of weird because he hasn't really been putting up like super great results. The the ball string has just been phenomenal. So I I looked at his ownership and I was like, wait, why is Vegas the most owned guy coming in here? And then obviously he showed us why because you know he 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 was he was you know a couple strokes off from taking it down. But yeah, just another one that has that. You know that coming right from Minnesota, you know, going really going for the the event too. You know, obviously we always hear about like a Sunday charge and you know having played four week or four solid rounds all week being a little bit exhausting. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely got the form. And another guy like from Venezuela who you know who, a medal will be very important for him to to go for. So you know a little bit of extra adrenaline and motivation for those guys will do well for sure. I'm not going to use motivation as a factor at all. This is the Olympics. Everyone wants the gold for their country. So 60 players, all 60 of them want gold um, or to finish and do well to represent their country. Another player, except that I'm Rory. At, except Rory. <laughs> Another player that I'm looking at is Abraham Answer. His odds, they aren't great for a top 20 minus 200, top 10 plus 175 and to win plus 2,500. But Answer, he's one of the best ball strikers on tour. And he did lose strokes for long stretch there. He was losing strokes both around the green and in putting. However, in his last six tournaments, he has stayed neutral around the green and he's actually just completely flipped the switch and has gained strokes putting in like five of his last six tournaments. He did take fourth at the Travelers. He did take 14th at the Charles Schwab, eighth at the PGA Championship, second at Wells Fargo, fifth at the Valspar. He did. He is coming off 59th, though, at the at the Open. Um, However, I don't know. I think this is anybody's field. And if he was going to take one down, I think this is a good opportunity for him. What do you think about answer? Yeah, I mean, we obviously know I love Abe. He's been on the betting card of the show almost every week in 2021. So uh, definitely we'll have some of him in DFS. I mean, I'll probably throw at least a top 20 on because like I'm probably going to throw a top 20 on almost all of these like elite PGA Tour guys because Mm -hmm. I mean, other than like the top four. There's there's still a good value and and almost auto lock having four rounds guaranteed, right. you know like in a PGA tour with a cut there's all kinds of elements. Some guys like to start off slow and then on Friday maybe they just don't get it all there. But mm-hmm. when you have four days, the elite really rises to the top. Like right. they know how to be patient. They're, you know it, it it's a big deal. Um, and you know, Abe, Abe is without a, a victory. He, he has the one Australian open victory, but you know, he hasn't really won anything meaningful. So this is definitely yeah. going to be a, a huge, huge spot for him. And, uh, I, I see him near the top on Sunday. It will just depend on how the pressure gets to him. Cause he, he really hasn't been in a, in a good spot on a Sunday almost ever that he he's performed. So it'll be really nice to to see if he can finally close out something with some elite talent surrounding him. Maybe this is the week. And as I said, I wasn't going to like any of the U S players instead, Mito Pereira. I'm kind of going for like a Texas theme here. Coincidentally, 
Miro Pereira, he went to Texas Tech University. Jonathan Vegas is actually a fellow Longhorn. Hook him. And then Abraham yeah. Answer, him and I actually uh, were born in the same city of McAllen, Texas, which is the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of going for like the whole Texas theme. So I'm going to say no Team America and said go Team Texas. <laughs> and that's the theme of my and three players. And it's Steve's birthday today. And oh, happy field. birthday. Yeah, but he's not in the field. So that <laughs> wraps up the six players that we're looking to target for the Tokyo Olympics. It is Joaquin Neiman. Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, Mito Pereira, Jonathan Vegas, and Abraham Answer. You can follow Twitter. You can follow Charter on Twitter at Ant Charter to check out his stuff at tourjunkies.com. You can follow me at Pamela M35, and you can see my stuff on Yahoo Sports. So that does it for another episode of Stack of Stuff. Good luck. Go Canada.